many people are addicted to all kinds of things, substances. But one of the greatest addictions, it's the addiction to thinking. That's Eckhart Tolle, and this is The Depression Detox Show. And welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday to you. Today, we have a new featured speaker making his debut on the show to teach us how to win the battle of addiction to our thoughts. Here's Eckhart Tolle. Now, the... There's a lot of talk these days about, not just talk, actually, it's happening, addictions. Many people are addicted to all kinds of things, substances. Uh, But one of the greatest addictions, or rather the greatest addiction, never actually, you never read about it in the papers, because the people who are addicted to it don't know it. It's the addiction to thinking. It's actually addictive. Can't stop thinking. It's like can't stop drinking, can't stop smoking, can't stop eating, can't stop thinking. Thinking is the greater addiction than any of these. And it's an addiction because it's... First, it's been a drug. (laughs) It's been around for so long. And uh, it's a pseudo sense of self. So it's a great reluctance on the part of most people to let go of thinking, because which is equated with the state of sleep, to let go of thinking. There isn't that much to understand in this teaching. There's a little bit to understand about how the ego works, but even that is just mainly a self-observation. The main thing about it is presence. Presence. And... Presence is a space of no thought, but presence can also be there in the background even when thinking is happening. You can still be not completely involved in the thinking. Thinking loses the ability to create havoc in your life and confuse you. So your choice then is not to understand more, or to bring some intellectual analysis to the practice, but to practice the state of not thinking, which can be arrived at by various ways, as you probably know, if you don't think about it, just do it. Becoming more aware of the present moment and accept it as it is, slows down the overactive mind is one thing. Because a lot of the overactivity of the mind is an attempt to get away from the isness, the simplicity of the present moment. So to become more aware of the present moment as a practice, have perhaps little pointers in your office, at home, in your car, let's say present moment or whatever, or a symbol for it, and 
There are different entry points into the present moment. Present moment awareness means thinking subsides, may not disappear completely, but something else arises that is primary. We call it presence or awareness. Buddhists call it mindfulness, which I don't use because it implies your mind is full of things, but it isn't, of course. It's just a mistranslation. So, uh, to, to be present, first of all, use the present moment to become... But how do you become conscious of the present moment? Now, when you get it, after a while, you can, you can actually sense the presence of the present, so to speak, directly, and there it is. But helpful things are sense perceptions, take you out of thinking, if you're not judging the sense perceptions, labeling, naming, looking around, anywhere, wherever you are, look around, practice sense perceptions without this compulsive interference of naming what, what you're perceiving. Oh, that's a beautiful flower. I wonder what it's called. I don't know what it's called. Oh, that helps. I can be free of thinking. If I know what it's called, I can say, oh, that's such and such, and then drop that. And see what it means to perceive without the interference of concepts, words. At this moment, for example, you're looking at me. Now, let's say between now and now, were you thinking? No. Okay. And again, between now and now, were you thinking or present? No thought. And while I speak, do you need to think to understand what I'm saying, or can you just listen and understand it? And this is what you're doing. And so that's part of the teaching and the function of the spiritual teacher. Imparting information is secondary. What I'm telling you now is secondary. What is primary is the underlying state of consciousness, which is presence. That's the teaching. But you can't talk about that. It's underlying. But the, a sign that it's working is that while you listen, there's no thought. There's just an alert presence. And when the so-called teacher stops speaking for a moment, the alert presence remains. It does not need to be filled with anything. Like now. What is there to think about? Nothing. Now, if we do this for longer, if we're, at some point, your mind will probably start up and think, how much longer is he going to sit there? And, <laughs> <laughs> and when that happens, you can allow your mind to say, how much longer is he going to sit there and say nothing, and then come back to presence. And then some other thought will come. What's this all about? And then you can allow that thought to arise and then be present again. Which means you're not really, your priority is no longer 
to follow the thought where it wants to take you, because the thought has a magnetic pull. It wants more of your consciousness. It wants to grow because it's a little entity. It wants to grow, so it wants your attention. And in subtle ways, it tries to get your attention. It says, it might even use a bodily feeling. It says, God, I'm hungry suddenly. Why didn't I need to eat something? And then you think of a re what restaurant are we going to afterwards? And so the presence is gone, you are gone, you are looking for a restaurant in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Which means the thought used as an, some bodily thing to make thoughts out of it, completely pointless because you can't find a restaurant because you're standing here. <laughs> but it can use all kinds of things to manufacture more, to get your attention. And if you're not careful, if you don't know the mechanism, it's not so much an intellectual understanding, but a simple realization that this is what the mind does. It tries to pull you in. It's fine, that's what it does. Once you know that, you can allow a thought to arise without following it where it wants you to go, which is into another bigger thought and a bigger one. So then you become like, like my dog when it finds a scent. And then suddenly, even the dog, when, the dog is off leash. Usually she's fine, she just runs around you, but suddenly she picks up a scent and then she goes off completely unaware of surroundings or anything. She just follows it. <laughs> and she could get lost. She goes off to the horizon sometimes, just disappears. And that's when you follow a thought, it goes like that, you can wake up 20 minutes later and it started with being a little bit hungry and thinking of a restaurant, and it ends up with thinking about how dreadful your life is. <laughs> Big thanks to Eckhart for stopping by, and I'll piggyback a little bit on what Eckhart said in his talk. Uh, he was he was really talking about mindfulness, and I think he even referenced a little bit of like mindful meditation, but um. What's been huge for me is also meditation. I've been meditating for close to about a year now, and I've seen a tremendous difference in my feelings of anxiety and the overall feeling I have with just um, being overwhelmed and just trying to calm down my mind at most times. And I personally do a meditation called TM, which stands for Transcendental Meditation, um, I do it twice a day for 20 minutes each time, and uh, it's been really great. So if you are interested in that, you can go check that out. And um, thanks again to Eckhart for stopping by. You can connect with him by visiting his website, EckhartTolle.com. You can follow him on Instagram at Eckhart Tolle and check out his latest book entitled The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment. And if you like the clip, there'll be a link to the entire talk in the show description, along with all the links to connect with Eckhart. And lastly, as always, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it or subscribe on your favorite podcast player app. And that is it for me. I hope you have a great weekend and I will see you back here Monday. So until then, stay strong. Later.